Oh, Suleiman, how's your day? My day was good, man. Um, came over from London with a good friend <laughs> who's on the podcast today. Um, yesterday, just busy with my coursework. Um, and yeah, today I'm, I'm excited for our conversation. It's a very special guest. Um, and yeah, man, how was your day, bro? Yeah, man, it was calm. I went to bed happy. I came across a good video that helped me a lot with revision, man. So uh, like a 20-minute explanation of what I was, I was like searching for for the whole week. So when I came across that, man, I was very satisfied. So yeah, man, they yeah. can't complain. That's bro. a top 10 feeling in the world. <laughs> um, but yeah, without further ado, yeah, let's man, get we've got a very special individual in the room, man. Would you like to introduce yourself? Uh, my name is Samuel, uh, a very good friend of Suleiman. Went to primary school with him. Uh, pretty much grew up in the same area and I've stayed close since primary school till now. This is like, what, 16 year friendship? Oh, <laughs> you say it like that, <laughs> I feel like an old man. It's a long time, yeah. yeah <laughs> what area was that? Um, so originally Southall, like okay. Havelock, sides of Southall, okay. old Southall. Where, where are you from exactly? You um, so dad's family's originally from Ghana. Okay. He was raised in Cuba. Okay. Uh, Mum's from the Seychelles. Okay. So, yeah. What, yeah. Are, what are some of your earliest memories from living in Southall? Just, honestly, it's just primary school. There's yeah. Mm. Southall, there was never much to it. Yeah. Just play, it was either, we're playing out on the, in the estate. Yeah. Or we're going to primary school. So let's talk about high school then. Like, what, what kind of things come to mind when, when someone says high school to you? Ooh. High school, high school's twofold. So I went to Acton High. Okay. And you know, yeah, you're, yeah, you're from yeah, the yeah. local <laughs> area, so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, that's like, I think that was the worst. Yeah, still is, I think. Yeah, the worst yeah, school yeah. in the borough. yeah. So going there again, it was another fun time for me because I wasn't wasn't really challenged. Okay. So it's like I can mess around with my friends. Yeah. And then still catch up, get okay. the work done, and still be like the shining light in the classroom, yeah. this and that. Okay. And then I got to I, ch I changed schools from there. I went to Cardinal Wiseman, and okay. then it was different because it's like a lot of the people who I was sitting amongst were like middle middle class students, etc. Yeah. And expectations from home are obviously high. Yeah. So now it's like, oh damn, like I'm being challenged. Okay. Mm. Let's I've talk, actually, I've let's actually got competition about, here. <laughs> let's talk more about expectation from home. So tell me more about what education meant to you and your family at home. Why, why, where did those expectations stem from? So for us, education was everything. Okay. Everything. It's like, regardless of if I'm getting in trouble at school, mm. education has to be on point mm. because it's like from, especially like African household. Mm. It's like education is the key. That's what's gonna take you out of this sort of small situation that we're in right now okay. and that's going to transform your life. Yeah. In terms of school, secondary state school, what has the social capital is not clever, is not who's smartest. Exactly. What has the social capital is like who, other things, isn't it? For us, it was, <laughs> it was different. <laughs> who's the coolest? Yeah. Who's the strongest? Who's, who's the strongest? Yeah. 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 That's what I'm saying, like acting high. Yeah. I felt yeah, like, yeah. literally, I felt like I loved it because it was like, it was like a playground sort of thing. 100%. So it's like, Who's yeah. the strongest in the year? Who's the strongest? That was literally <laughs> like, always, who goes to your school? Yeah. Who's the strongest in your school? <laughs> That's literally the first couple of like, For me, it was like, strongest strongest in the year was always put between me and two other of my friends. Okay. But because we we were the three closest friends, yeah. like, we're not really going to okay. test each other. So it's like, that. You know what? You're just humble. Like, yeah. you're out you two. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah. all three of us will hold this title. Yeah, no okay. one's really going to speak on it. Okay. That's yeah. really interesting. But yeah, I do find that interesting because it's like, when you're in that environment, you, you see that that's what if you tell people that's what you should care about that's what they care about and yeah, that's what yeah, they work the hardest for mm. I remember watching a documentary on um, Akala did a documentary on like why are Jamaican sprinters so fast Yeah, and his main argument was that they're not it's not 
a hundred, it's not all to do with genetics. It's to do with the fact that it's championed from young at school. Yeah. It's like literally like the question of who is the, who's the strongest in your school in ends yeah. mm. is who's the fastest in your borough. And so if you make that, if you ch- crown that and, and make that the thing to champion, then everyone's trying to be fast. Yeah. It? In terms of your the, your kind of friendship group, did it sh- Oh, yeah, change? yeah. So friendship group never really changed until sixth form. Mm. I say sixth form is when it changed. Because you moved to another sixth form, right? Yeah, because okay. I was at Cardinal Wiseman sixth form for one year and then... I was just, I just knew that my friendship group at the time, who I was still, obviously I'm still friends with them now, but who I was was with every day, they were not helping me get to where I needed to be. Mm. So I, I changed my, not necessarily changed my circle, but I limited the amount of time that I spent with certain types of my friends mm. when I changed six forms and went to Greenford. Okay. So, yeah. What what was that fit place that you needed to be? Um. I knew I wanted to go to university okay. and I, and I didn't want to go to sort of like any, any old university sort of thing. Like I knew Russell group was mm. mandatory. And if I'm going to go Russell group, as I said, it's that competitive nature. Like mm. I want to be in the top of the top. Mm. If I'm going to go study engineering, I want to yeah. be at the place, which is one of the best places to be to study engineering. Mm. So it was just sort of like certain groups of friends did mm. not have that same sort of mindset. Okay. So how did you dis- how did you distance yourself from them? I think it was just studying. Studying takes up a lot of your time. Mm. So when they're not, it's sort of that out of sight, out of mind sort of thing, right? Like when I'm no longer coming around, mm. you no longer have that urge to be calling me or messaging me. Yeah. Or you'll pop up and you'll come and see me once in a while, but yeah. you know I'm at home studying or I'm in the library. Yeah. So mm. yeah. How did that how did that shape the way you view friendship? Um, I don't know. I feel like I think it made certain friendship groups stronger mm. because it's like we don't have to see each other all the time and we don't have to be around each other so often. But when we are around each other, it's all love. Mm. You know, it's like it feels like we've been chilling with each other every single day. Yeah. So yeah, I feel we just made it made me look at relationships with people differently mm. and be like. I don't necessarily have to be watering this plant every day yeah. for it to continue to grow. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, I think as well, it's like you, you, when you take a step back from the friends that you're chilling with all the time, you begin to, you begin to s- properly understand like, why are my friends with this person? Like, wh- what is it that, that ties us together? Yeah. And sometimes it's, we're talking sort of about like secondary school and growing up, you, you realise like the things that tie together aren't really things that yeah, you, you care about. Yeah, it's like, mm. it's not that's really. That's what I'm slowly starting to realise now. Yeah. And it's it's a battle because it's like, this was someone who I would call like a brother. Yeah. Throughout whole of my high school period. And yeah. Whole of this primary school period, etc. Sixth form period even. And it's just like, we're on two different paths. Yeah. And like the same way a relationship can grow together, we can grow apart. Yeah. So, so man, do you think like friends like the, the the friends that Samuel's alluded to in that like you grow apart? Do you think there's still room for them in 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 your life in in a person's life? I think this is a very deep question because for me, what it links to is feelings of loyalty. Yeah, mm. and loyalty is a very very emo- like a deep concept. You know what I mean? Especially within culture, especially yeah. within traditional culture. Um, and for me, I, I don't know. With me, I always feel like I have a sense of duty. Mm. I always want to be helping the people around me. That's my problem. And it's like I can't, I can't let you go and do that negative stuff. I want to be the reason why you're doing positive stuff yeah. because it, it, it makes me, f- makes my self-esteem increase. You know what I mean? I feel like mm. I'm actually having a positive impact on the world, especially if we have um, 
history together. You know what I mean? Like yeah. You actually mean something to me. I know who your mum is. I know mm. who your family members are. Um, yeah, it's a very deep concept. I can't lie. Because, but the, but the traditional view is if you you can't help others until you help yourself. Yeah. yeah. And that's what that's what most people come back to. Um, but then it gets even more complicated because let's say you go away to help yourself. Some people feel like you've abandoned them. Yeah. Mm. And then that gets even more sticky. Mm. Um, See, for those type of people, I kind of say to myself, in the bluntest terms, like, I don't care. Mm. Like, if you feel like I've abandoned you because mm. I'm working on myself, mm. then you are not someone who I want around me anyway. So yeah, I think that's the right. I feel like my true friends, yeah. when when I go on my little hiatus and whatnot, yeah. they understand that, listen, he is building himself to yeah. be stronger than he was before. Yeah. And when he does get to that level, yeah. It's not like they're expecting it, but they know due to my loyalty, they will be getting that. Yeah. Not not a handout, but I'll bring yeah, them yeah, in yeah, any yeah, any yeah. little way I can. Yeah. And that's what, sort of like what stems from what I saw with my father, basically. Yeah. It's like he built himself up to a certain position that he could then go and help his other friends who yeah. were not maybe were not as qualified as him. Yeah. But he could teach them something and try and help them to earn. You see? So for me, that's that's the way I see it. What about your father inspires you. I think it's just the way he carries himself as a man. Like it was for him, it's all about honor and respect. It's like even if you're going through a situation mm. and let's say it's not pleasing you, be be true to yourself and afford people that respect of letting them know mm. that this does not sit well with you. And obviously, you employ some diplomacy as well. Mm. You have to yeah. <laughs> be like politically correct about how you're doing these sort of things, but. It was just sort of carrying yourself with honor and, and respect, basically, mm. and having morals, like that moral, your moral compass, just being yeah. solid. It comes back to this uh, sort of reoccurring theme that we've had in terms of representation matters, and it's like just seeing. Like, so they might ask the question, "What kind of advice did your father give?" But from what I'm getting, it's almost like he didn't even have to say anything; he just had to exist and yeah, do yeah. what he was doing. <laughs> and that was yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, and just sort of seeing that must have been. It, I mean, it's clear, like it's very powerful and has a significant ripple effect in terms of what you're doing now so yeah man that's big so like moving forward a bit more speaking about uh, like moving forward onto cardinal wiseman how did you approach sixth form there oh, no i'm still the cheeky kid to yeah. be fair like year nine times year 10 times i was still like i was doing my schoolwork and whatnot i really buckled down in year 11 okay because then i was like damn gcse's are actually hit yeah all the other times yeah. it just mocks <laughs> right yeah it was that that's what it was for me. It's like, oh, I'm gonna smash it for the for the end of year exam. Yeah. Make sure that end of year report looks good. Yeah. But then you look through my my early year report, yeah. red, yeah. red, red, yeah. red, red, red. Yeah. This kid's reports looking concerning, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. But then it gets the end of year, it's like, oh, okay, cool. He yeah. pulled through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I got to year eleven and it was just like, I actually wanna go to a good sixth form. Mm. But even then, like I feel like I got complacent around that time. Because I sort of said to myself, Well, my sixth form at my school's good. Yeah. I'll stay here, like I'm comfortable. When really and truly, I knew that like, I had bigger plans for myself anyway. Mm. Can you grow and develop whilst being comfortable, or no. do you need to no. face resistance? Okay. Honestly, I believe you. You need that resistance and you need that discomfort. Okay. Hundred mm, percent. When you're like, for me, I always say that like, you need to be itching for success. Mm. And whatever success may be to you, like obviously it's relative, but you need to be itching for that. I don't feel like you can be comfortable and and still strive and push against boundaries. Mm. Because for you to even get to that, your point of success, you have to be overcoming hurdles. Just ju jumping over hurdles aren't com isn't comfortable. Mm. <laughs> Facing adversity is not comfortable. Mm. So you cannot be comfortable and still progress. I don't see it to be that way. What stresses me most is my future. What am I going to be doing? Wow. Like That's my issue, I feel. Like, I'm a big overthinker. Mm. Something I'm trying to deal with. Yeah. 
it is a big stress. And I feel like it's because of how we grew up. Yeah. Like there's a lot more to, yeah, cool. Like my dad was, had his own business, this and that. But then during the economic crisis, that crashed. Mm. He went back to Ghana to try and set up things over there. We lost our home. We were essentially homeless for a bit as well. So like we're in temporary accommodation. The council's trying to find us places to live and whatnot. Living in Travel Lodge, mm. different hotels, different like that's where the council's putting us. Our stuff is in self storage. Mm. So for me, it's sort of like I want my kids to, n to never have this sort of level mm. of stress. Mm. And being the eldest boy, you know what sort of pressure culture yeah. puts on us as a man. Man of the house, like. exactly. Yeah. Especially when dad yeah, went, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. you are the man of the house. Yeah, and it's like although it's not been explicitly told to you, yeah, you just feel that on your on your head. Mm. So for me, that's every morning. It's just. Mm. where am I going to be after mm. this degree is done because mm. I feel like everything I took was in stages or like it's a milestone like I've moved from the worst school in the borough to one of the best ones in the borough I've got really good GCSEs I've done really well and got good A-levels I've now in a very good university mm. then it's like what am I doing after this mm. what's the next milestone the way I think of uni sometimes and, and the career is like all the way up until uni there's been train tracks so the train's been following the train tracks. As soon as uni's done, there's no more train tracks. You gotta That's jump the out of the train and yeah, we'll start yeah, yeah. walking. And that that element of adventure, especially considering what's happened in your past, is like doesn't have that same level of security. And I suppose, especially coming from like immigrant families and things like that, you're trying to reestablish or establish that security. Yeah. Um That's yeah, also man. the social pressure as well. Like going to a top uni. Like yeah, everyone's happy with you. That's true. Yeah. But then what career you decide <laughs> to pursue. Exactly. <laughs> that's when the, I mean, the splinter. Sectarianism. I even tried to bring it up to my dad the other day. I was like, oh, dad, oh, you know, engineering. Like, oh. like, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't really it. Yeah. He's like, what? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. It's like, I thought the idea was you were going to go into engineering, get your PhD, be a consultant, like mm. in your field. I was just like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it was that. Yeah. Now, I don't know. And this is within a term of me being at university. Yeah. Mm. So that's that's the thing that scares me the most because I was very sure about... Mm. And don't get twisted, like, I still have that sort of aspiration of going into renewable energy and like mm. the power sector and whatnot mm. because it's very big back home like in Africa. Mm. It's something that... It's a, it's a skill that's much required. Yeah. But still, it's like, if it's not paying as much as these other fields... I sweat to get to this university and this university is on this pedal stool. Mm. Am I really going to go from this pedal stool in terms of like social hierarchy mm. to there mm. when it comes to sort of earnings and whatnot? Yeah, yeah social yeah, status yeah, is yeah, there yeah. when it comes to being an engineer and whatnot. Yeah. But in this London, yeah. <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing I always say to myself, in this London, yeah. is it really putting me where I want to be? Tell us about Imperial College London. How have you found it? What's it, what's it like being someone from your background being in a place like that? Um, I feel like the ACS community is very strong so yeah at times you may feel lonely but when you see someone from your community there's like a five of you guys moving together so mm -mm. You'll, you'll see people who look like you and sort of think like you and whatnot as well but what I'm trying to do is not really stick with people who look like me and think like me I feel like I told Solomon as well like I'm using these four, my degrees four years so I'm using these four years to just for personal development mm. I do not want to, I feel like that, that's what I told you in terms of Cardinal Wiseman. I stuck with people from outside of school who looked like me, fought like me, and I grew up with them. But it's like, I'm done with that. Like, I, Yes, you're my friend and we can talk, mm. but 
I need to expose myself to greater things, mm. you see? And it's not to say that they're stunting my growth and whatnot, mm. but it's just putting myself in positions where mm. I'm uncomfortable mm. and I'm forced to develop myself. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what I'm basically going for. Yeah, I was watching a YouTube video um, about a book called Flinch. And if, if we're going to live life based on the assumption that we're all trying to develop and grow, the number one thing we can do is enter situations that make us flinch and overcome them. Yeah. Because beyond the flinch is growth. Like, for example, um, let's say you want to do martial arts. and You're someone that doesn't really like getting into conflict. So the idea of going into a boxing ring and sparring makes you flinch. But after going through that experience, yeah. you are now a stronger, more experienced individual. Um, so yeah, I think it links to this point. Like for me, like even having cold showers, bro, like everyone knows about the benefits of cold showers, <laughs> but yeah. no one's trying to have a cold shower because <laughs> I'm not, I'm before you turn that, it cold, you're flinching. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then after you do it, you feel, you feel a lot better. Yeah. That's why I say that adversity is one of the most beautiful things in this life. It pushes us to become who we were destined to be, basically. Hmm. And that's that's what I'm trying to I'm trying to get into as many uncomfortable situations as possible, mm. so it's that I learn myself and just grow. Like four years is a long time, and I could have done this four year journey just being comfortable, chilling with people from mm. from my community and whatnot, and just you know moving, just yeah, just rolling with people who who, who look and think a certain way. But do I really want to enter a university mm. like Imperial College? with a certain mindset and leave with that certain mindset mm. not really <laughs> if you could give your younger self one piece of advice and when i say younger self i'm talking the, 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 that kid in acting high like if you could, if you could running right <laughs> if you could sit down with him and just chat to him for you know what i mean like a good you know what i mean five yeah. ten minutes what what one piece of advice would you sh would you give him bro take time take like time. stop rushing to grow mm everything will occur one day like you will experience these things one day but stop rushing to grow i think that's one thing i need to tell my like, I'm, I'm still trying to take on the advice yeah, now yeah, yeah. but it's like yeah it's just take everything in your stride and give 110 percent of yourself in all that you're doing now samuel just there's so time. much more that i would want to talk to you a lot more unpacking that like that secondary school experience but i'm sure we'll have a lot more conversations yeah, to 100%. come man. but yeah man thank you thank you for so coming bro thank you for having me my guy. <laughs>